engulfed by the storm. Lauren could see all the way to the ground. There's our opening. Keep praying. I'm taking her down, Talmadge said as he nosedived the airplane into the gap. Lauren gripped the armrest as the ground sped toward them. Thank you, God, Talmadge exclaimed. Can you believe it? That's the road leading to my runway. I think I can land her right there. With that, Talmadge pulled back on the yoke, and the plane leveled out for a landing. The rain was still pelting down as the four passengers climbed shakily from the aircraft and ran for cover in an old hangar. Once inside, Talmadge told Lauren, That's about the closest shave I've ever had. But God sure came through, didn't he, Lauren? What are the chances of a hole appearing right there and taking us down to this exact spot? Well, Lauren had to agree. It was an experience he would never forget. And he had had many interesting experiences in his life so far. His mind drifted back to an experience as a four-year-old, when God had saved him and his family from certain death as they served him. Chapter 2 When God Says Go, We Go Six-year-old Phyllis Cunningham's voice belted out the words, Call that religion? No, no. I met a brother the other day. I gave him my right hand. As soon as my back was turned, he scandalized my name. Call that religion? Suddenly, four-year-old Lauren felt himself being jabbed in the ribs. He took a quick glance at his sister and sang out, No, no! A couple of families and a hobo gathered around the two young children as they sang on a hot, dusty corner of Main Street in El Centro, California, just 12 miles from the Mexican border. Tonight, May 18, 1940, a little more than a month before Lauren's fifth birthday, was just like every other Saturday night Lauren could remember. He and Phyllis would sing a duet, and then his mother or his father would preach to the small crowd that had gathered. Then came the best part of all. Lauren's mother, Jewel Cunningham, would invite anyone who wanted to know more about the gospel to their small house on Adams Street. Waiting on the table would be the big plate of gingerbread she always made for the occasion, and glasses of cold milk straight from the icebox. Lauren finished the last verse of the song without incurring another jab from Phyllis and stepped back as his father Tom opened his big black Bible. Suddenly, Lauren's mother whispered, Tom, we have to go right now. God's telling me we have to leave right away. Lauren felt his mother's firm grip on his shoulder. Come on. When God says go, we go, she said as she guided him down the street. Lauren turned to hear his father say, That's all tonight, folks. We hope to see you at the meeting at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. You're welcome to come on over to the house right now if you want to talk some more. With that, the Cunningham family hurried along the covered sidewalk toward their car. Although to many it may have seemed a strange way for a mother to behave, Lauren did not think it odd at all. From earliest memory, both his parents had told him that God spoke to them, and when he spoke, it was their duty to obey, and fast. If Jewel Cunningham decided that God had told the family to leave, then leave they would. And leaving was not such a bad thing, Lauren decided as he hurried down the busy street, 
because his parents always stopped for a newly invented treat on the way home, a soft freeze chocolate ice cream. Lauren and Phyllis scrambled into their parents' brand-new black 1940 Plymouth sedan, and Tom turned the key in the ignition. The engine purred as the car pulled away from the curb. Lauren was looking idly out the window at the flagpole by the nearby gas station, when suddenly the flagpole began to sway like a palm tree in a strong wind. Before he had time to think through what he had just seen, he felt a jolt. Oh, no! I think I've run over someone, Tom exclaimed. The car shook again, and there was a deep rumbling sound. Oh, Jesus, help us! It's an earthquake! Jewel prayed out loud. Lawrence sat rooted to the spot, staring out the window. Signs hanging in store windows swung violently, and pedestrians rushed into the middle of the street. Cars came to a standstill.